This episode was brought to you by you and the Patreon subscribers like you. So thank you. Welcome to the Metal Gamers Podcast, Patreon episode number uno. Ooh. For Exclusivo. our That's one. For our first few Patreon episodes, we're going to be doing some deep dives into the games that we love and or hate. Today we're going to be talking about God of War 2018. God of War 2018. Yes. God of War Thor! <laughs> Even though Thor is not in it. Uh, from the top, I'm actually going to warn you, if you have not played God of War or subsequent God of Wars before it, we're going to talk about some key plot points from the original games as well as this one pretty much from the get-go. So if you don't want spoilers, turn off the episode now, go play the game, you fucking loser, oh. then come back. Now you're a winner. Congratulations. Congratulations. You have been warned. If you're now going past this point, you have my respect. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about God of War 2018. Oh, man. I'm so excited. Holy fuck, what this. a good game. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say. <laughs> this is just a great way to start it off. What was your first impressions of God of War 2018? Let's start with Josh, because you just recently beat this. My first impressions, like booting up the game, getting into the title menu, right? Mm-hmm. I knew I was in for something completely different than I had experienced before. From the fucking get-go. Mm-hmm. From the get-go, it's one shot as soon as you press start. Yes. And yeah, we, we all have played the first three, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I played. I played most of three, but I know the story. Yeah. Okay. So just for ref- just so everyone yeah. has reference. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, what captured me right away was the motion capture. How it synced up so well. His hand on the tree. Yeah. You absolutely. Know, I, I knew there was something special. There was something magical in this scene. That, and I knew I. You know, I didn't know all the information right away. I guess we still don't. But. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that as we go. Yeah, it, the, even in the opening moments of the game, it leaves a lot out. You never actually get to see certain things. Yes, and uh, it's kind of strange. But of course, they left that open for future stuff. And of course, in a way that is tantalizing and right. not at all cheap. In a way that would just literally be a way to sell a game. Mm-hmm. One thing I liked about the very beginning of the game, right after you start up and you're rolling in the and you're moving Kratos around for the first time. What I love is you're carrying around this gigantic tree piece, <laughs> yeah. and Atreus just doesn't care. He's just like, oh, yeah, so anyway, we're going to do that. And it's like, dude, do you know what he's doing? It's like, to him, it's just so normal. Yeah. I love that. You know, in the interview with uh, with Barlog afterward, he wanted the tree much, much bigger. Yeah. But the animators kept kind of pushing back a little bit, and he still wasn't yeah. happy with how big the tree was. Just get caught on shit. Yeah, it would just it's, be silly at that point. It was yeah. already huge. I think the animators made the right call because it was still sizable enough. And for you as the player, you were like, oh, this is incredible. That yeah, for us, that. it's like we know it, an impossibility mm-hmm. altogether. For him, it was like this is the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. Like, yeah. 
even though it was a, technically a small tree compared to what he could handle, like the the way he treated it made it seem like it was nothing. Like it still showed his strength. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool. I feel like that beginning thing with the hand, like you were saying, like this was the game's way of saying we have all the graphics. <laughs> it, was like, yeah. it was like one of the first games where I was like, oh my god. For me, it's even before that. Like, As soon as you start your game, you select your difficulty and everything, you press start the game, mm-hmm. you're already playing. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Cause the, so the, good. Because the, the opening title screen is Kratos leaning over against the tree, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as you press start, he stands up. And then that's the game. You're yep. already in. You're mm-hmm. already playing the game. And it and from then on it is one continuous shot from the rest of the game. And Such it's an and it's press R one. You know, it's, it's press R one. Press R one that's your first attack of the game. You're cutting down this tree with this Leviathan axe. It's you know? so fucking good. But that's just the opening moments of the game. Let's actually backpedal a little bit. Take talk a Yes. <laughs> let's uh let's actually talk about since we do have experience with the original God of War trilogy, the tonal change that goes from the original God of War trilogy, which was just anger, bombastic, gigantic boss fights, fast gameplay, to what is now quiet and, and somber somber yeah. and slow. Mm-hmm. How do how do you feel about that change? Do you think it was the right change? I think it moved uh, with the industry mm-hmm. and with the consciousness of the gaming community, you know, we we want more than a shallow, angry character. We want something more mature. As, as much a whole, as we I think. did like it then, yeah, yeah. As, as groundbreaking as it was, I actually bought the first God of War within like the first week of its release because mm-hmm. it had gotten like a ten out of Game Informer. Wow. Yeah. So For, I, I grew, I grew with it as well. I was so captivated by what. I was just so happy that it was a continuation of the character we knew from the original series that I was kind of okay with whatever. As long as it wasn't like something really crazy and out of left field, like it's a point and click now. Yeah. Like I, I would be, I was pretty much going to be okay with whatever they decided to do because it's same studio handling it, our director from two, and I was like, okay, it could have been, it could have been the same gameplay style, and I would have been happy if the story was the, still the same. Mm-hmm. I just. I was like, okay, you just changed the way you do combat and exploration and stuff. So that was just yeah. okay, cool. I'm well, on, I'm on board with that style already, and I'm with what you're doing. So yeah, moving from a fixed camera perspective that zoomed way out to right behind Kratos, it's going to be a more intimate experience. Yeah, yeah. I feel like with the way you were saying that the video game grew with the industry, I feel like it very much grew with us as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like playing the original God of War, like in middle school teenager. and high school, <laughs> I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. Like set everything on fire, like burn everything Ooh, and yeah. kill all the gods of Greeks. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, I'm think a monster. You played the intro to God of War 2 together. Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. I, I remember, did. like, when God of War three came out, and it was like, "Oh my God, this is a graphical like masterpiece!" masterpiece. Like, I could was, see, I could see oh. all of Kratos's teeth, and it was like, crazy. "Oh, wow. Kratos this has got is a, wild." Kratos has got to push his thumbs into Poseidon's head, oh. but I'm pushing my thumbs yeah. into the joysticks. Like, I replayed that hell intro. yeah. Like, I played that intro so many times. It went into anger, like in a way that no other like protagonist has ever gone into. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love the evolution of like the original trilogy, where it was just like anger is anger is is the way God of War 1 anger is the way God of War 2 but at the end you start to see why it's not yeah. and in 3 you see the consequences the true consequences of yeah. Kratos' rage and him not faltering from that mm-hmm. he's ruining an entire civilization entire world the entire Greek mytholo- mythological world That's so is cool. ruined because of Kratos and at so cool. the end like he stabs himself with the blade of Olympus mm-hmm. and like unleashes like all this hell onto the earth and I get, apparently he survives that. And mm-hmm. where does he go? 
And like this is where the story picks away. up. He goes I don't to know, hide I away that in book. somebody else's and I, world. Like I said, yeah. like uh, growing with us, like where we are now in our lives, I feel like this this game fits a parallel very much with like how I feel like I live my life now, like so much less out of rage and so much more out of just like responsibility right. and appreciation you know, and contentment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's such a relatable topic of learning from your past and not being your former self. Absolutely. Yeah, we are the gods we choose to be. Yeah, great yeah. line. And in addition to that, I feel like uh, just playing the original trilogy, they really reward people that have played them all. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of, like, really good fanfare that I was very happy to see. Yeah. Like, the uh, the depictions of the Ghost of Sparta on all of this uh, Norse right. stuff. Like, oh, I'm on the pottery. himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the well, I mean, even just, you know, within the main story. Yeah. When we get to that point. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and what's nice um, about the quiet moments in the game, you know, especially at the beginning of the game, and in, there was not a quiet moment in God of War 1, 2, or 3. It was no. just... Always music going. Yeah, always. it was booming brass. It was fucking crazy mm-hmm. shit all the time. You're fighting something. You're climbing through hell. It's Break all those crazy But the game is always on a high, so... There's no like, there's no like escalation of anything. She's yeah. always crazy. The only time yeah. it de-escalates is when you turned it off. Exactly. <laughs> now Absolutely. it starts out low, so when it does get to those big bombastic boss fights, crazy, large, loud yeah. moments, they feel way bigger and larger than life. They feel visceral mm-hmm. and amazing. Because of how intimate and quiet you can get in this game, a door opens suddenly in a cutscene and it scares the shit out of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of. Uh, Speaking of fighting, how do y'all feel about the, the, the new fighting style and mechanics of the game? The slower uh, kind of, you know, the slowed down combat, essentially. I love them. I Yeah, I enjoyed it way more because in the old game when you would fight dozens of enemies, this one is a lot better because it's like, we're going to give you three or four and maybe one big one or two big ones or one really big guy and like, those fights I felt like were a lot better because they got to show him. I feel like he feel. I felt like he felt more powerful in this game than he did the other ones. Yeah, because like, they nailed the kinesthetics of like yeah. swinging an axe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just his his really great feats of strength seemed way more grandiose in this style, even though it was more pulled in and on top of him. Like, oh man. Yeah, I think I think part of that is the change in camera. Yeah, uh, the sound design. Mm-hmm. It's very good when you stick up, you stick that axe in somebody's forehead. It sounds, it sounds pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the the rumble on the PS4 controller uh, is much more reactive. Uh, it changes more than the PS2 or PS3 did. I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Felt the, the dodge um, and the parry felt nice. Yeah. How, 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 sorry, go ahead. Sorry, on the previous episode, I had said that I really wasn't a fan of the combat. Admittedly, it's because I didn't try to get good at it oh, okay. i just wanted to get through it yeah so uh, it, it was some, it was deep it was rewarding there. it's but way I deeper didn't, than you think it's gonna be yeah especially on higher difficulty yeah it'll push you in the uh, dm like the it's kind of like dmc in the sense of like directional input and uh swing timing yep. uh, varies your combos and your moves which For is sure. the coolest fucking part about it actually you know what the coolest fucking mechanic of this game is is the leviathan axe itself yes. yeah 100 percent yeah, that triangle button. <laughs> and it's one of the most satisfying mechanics like I've felt in a game visually, in a long time. For sure. Visually, mm-hmm. audi- audibly, and... Uh, like kinesthetically. Kinesthetically. Yeah. It all feels fucking awesome to throw an axe, leave a room, call it, and you hear it. 
Yeah. yeah. It's in your hands. And they, they that was one of the and that was one of the first things they had nailed yeah. in their development. Which oh was God. to them they were like we they kept trying to fuck with it and they were like, No, 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 we got it, we got it, we got mm-hmm. it. Like it's so crazy they had that nailed so early. Is it like apparently like right before they actually shipped the game, it just used to come like straight like straight back into your hand, they're like mm-hmm. it didn't feel quite right. Mm-hmm. And then they just added that curve, curve yeah. to it and it was like, Oh, that's it. That's what we what's yeah. what we needed. Yeah. It probably would look goofy if she was just like <laughs> straight yeah. to your Dunk. hand. Yeah, yeah like a and magnet. Like, there's a lot of puzzles that have to deal with you sticking your axe into something and moving to a different spot to mm-hmm. get a better angle and yeah. then calling it back. Yeah. It's like, so good. Dude. Great. Like some really this, subtle. This game is fucking A plus from yeah. the ground up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We're about to talk some mad fucking sugar about this game, the entire game. Even parts we don't like, we don't like them because the director didn't want us to like them. Yeah. Specifically characters. Yeah. And we'll get to that. And I know what you're talking about. We'll get to that. Uh, how did y'all feel about uh, the game is mostly linear, but how do you guys feel about the pseudo open world aspects of the game? Um, so even. Even when I had it in my head that I wanted to finish the game, like, all right, I'm just going to get done with the story, no side shit, just go, mm-hmm. I still found myself exploring that world. Yeah. Doing the side quests, and yeah, I just felt compelled to do it. There's Even sh- when I decided I didn't want to do it, the world compelled me to explore. There's just shit hidden everywhere. It naturally, yeah. it naturally feels like the side quests are part of the main quest, mm-hmm. because everything is just right there. Just, like, turn, like, 20 degrees to your right, and boom, there's something new. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. insane. You barely have to go out of your way to do most side quests. But, yeah, what a genius idea using that lake as uh, a like a, a tier, hub. Yeah, yeah, tiered hub mm-hmm. to like unlock different areas through uh, throughout your playthrough because the world serpent moved and the lake yeah. level dropped. How cool is that? It was it's so incredible. smart. It's genius. Smart. Yeah, that was. I think that was. <clears throat> I like the kind of smaller, like like Mike said, pseudo open world. Tomb Raider does it a little bit where you move into like the newer Tomb Raiders where you move into like sections and those maps are kind of not too big, but they've got a couple areas, a couple tombs, a person that you talk to, and then you move on through some story beats in there and then you move on to the next thing. And I like that instead of theirs, it was like big open world, couple of side areas, and then but mostly it went up and down. Like yeah. you could, you could yeah. keep further exploring the area you were already in. It's very Metroidvania in a way that... Um as you return back over uh, during certain story aspects, more things are open to you because you either have a new item or the world serpent has moved and now there's less water in the yeah. lake. So interesting. <laughs> oh, man. The, the scale of that world serpent, too, when you first see it. We'll get to that. Yeah. I do love how you didn't even know that it was going to be an open world yeah. anything, like yeah. have any like level of exploration. Like I fully expected this to be purely linear. And then, like, it subverts your expectations once you actually get out in there. And it's like, oh, yeah, you can just kind of go wherever. You know, you can't go this way, but I don't know. It's very they kept interesting. That from the, they kept that from the press, too, when they did the reveals. Yeah. Like, and it takes a long time. Like, it's linear for a long time. And yeah. then it's like, oh, okay, this is the game. They, okay, they I only, love it. They only hinted that it wasn't, it wasn't going to be super linear. Like, right. There's yeah. some branching stuff. They didn't say, Quite a bit. oh, there's a, there's a fucking hub world. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny thing about that press reveal, though, when they when they get to the end of that bridge and that troll attacks, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and that was that was the preview of the game. And then you get into the game and you get to that point, mm-hmm. and I think Atreus says something like, "Huh, I thought there was some, supposed to be something here." Yeah, yeah. it happens later. Yeah. Instead. yeah, that's so cool. And it's clever. Yeah, very clever. Yeah, the game is so fucking good. <laughs> this game is so good. The developers are really, really passionate about this project, and I think they did. It showed the best possible job they could have with something brand new like this. 
I can't fucking wait for the next one. Yeah, they said that they basically said, "Yeah, we're making the next one," and then Sony was like, "Take that down." <laughs> <laughs> so you can't find that tweet anymore. But they are making the next one, and if you don't think they're making the next one, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you know, that, that actually happened when, when this when this was first announced back in like 2014 on. Uh, Barlog's Twitter. Mm-hmm. He said he alluded to the next God of War being being released, and then Sony made him take that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all the way back in fourteen. He's, Sony's wow. like, stop it. Yeah, you're being bad. <laughs> I think we can move on to uh, actually talking about the story itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So we've cut down the tree. We have moved back tree. to Kratos' house. Yes. Yeah. Taking it, taking it. You know, made Atreus go gather some items. Mm-hmm. We got the tree. We're taking it back to the house. What for though? To create a pyre for somebody that we don't really know too much about, and we never really learned too much about until almost the very end of the game. Yeah. Uh, Kratos' wife and Atreus' mother, Faye. You're building a funeral pyre for her because she was sick and has died. Did it ever say she was? They weren't sick? killing a mummy. Yeah, like I don't. She didn't. She didn't die from like getting killed or anything. They never even said she was sick, though. They never tell you anything yeah, about sure. why, they don't she really go into why she died. No. You need to tell me that that was Kratos' wife. <laughs> Best friend. I Best thought friend. they were killing a mummy for sure. They're <laughs> <laughs> killing his tender date. They're like, ah, we almost we escaped the Egyptian gods. We must kill this mummy. Now we are here. Can't wait for the next trilogy that's based in ancient Egypt. <laughs> you know, they wanted Sorry. to do that. Where Kratos is dead, you play as Atreus. <laughs> but they kind of yeah, they kind of mess with that idea. But <laughs> that is an incredibly beautiful moment that I just made fun of. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> no, it's um. Wife and like uh, during this whole interaction of like going to get the tree and a tree, you're talking. Uh, Kratos is constantly talking to Atreus during this, trying to teach him lessons, but in a really cold and harsh way. He seems very distant from his son, and you can tell that he hasn't been present in the boy's life. Yeah, not yeah. too much. Um, not until I guess Faye started to die, and it's a very touching moment where you see not really a lot of emotion in Kratos's face, but in his eyes, you can tell he's very, very sad by having to burn his late wife. Uh, which is a quiet, dark moment that you don't get from him until this moment where you realize Kratos is a very changed person. Deep. So yes. when you when you walk into the house and Atreus is praying over her, mm-hmm. that was a very, very personal scene. Mm-hmm. And he lets him finish it. Yeah. In the most menacing way possible. Standing in the doorway. And like it does a little bit of the God of War uh, original trilogy stuff where it's like it shows Atreus like doing the prayer and then like a camera pans over to Kratos and it's like da 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 It's like remember this fucking guy da 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 And after burning Faye, we now have, we are immediately given our goal that is actually going to be our goal for the rest of the game. Take her ashes to the highest point of the realm and spread her ashes. That's her final request. Yeah. It gets a lot more difficult than they thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. They know where they have to go, but it's not that easy. And while they're preparing to go for their, uh, for their adventure, there's a knock at the door. Come on out! A threatening knock, because who the fuck is out here? Who did you guys think? Of, did you get? Because did they put that in the tra- in any of the trailers and stuff? This fight? Did you no, guys have any uh, idea what it was going to be no, or what nope. it might have been? Yeah, I had no idea this was coming. Yeah, I had no idea who the hell it was. And um, it doesn't tell you who it is yet. It's they just call him the stranger at first, and basically it's Balder looking for, uh, presumably Faye, 
He's yeah. looking for her because he has a, I guess, a score to sell or something. And they mm-hmm. don't really go into that ever. They never talk about it. But um, the only thing Balder says is, oh, "I thought you'd be bigger." You're definitely the one. Long way from home, aren't you? What do you want? Oh, you already know the answer to that. Whatever it is you seek, I do not have it. He keeps trying to pick a fight with Kratos. He's always trying to pick a fight with somebody. Yeah. Uh, This is the Norse god Baldur, who is a man who can feel no pain and is immortal. Uh, Spoiler. So spoiler cast. In this scene when it's going down and this guy's kind of picking a fight with Kratos, I felt an immediate sense of dread and fear for that guy. For that guy. When he started hitting and messing with Kratos, I was like, no, dude, 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 dude. So when Kratos responds after getting struck, just, just knocks the, the fuck out of him. And he gets up, I was like, Oh. I was yeah. like, Oh, I yeah. Okay. I honestly, I have no idea what's like, going honestly, to happen. I was like, like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what's going to happen. Middle school me was like, yeah, fuck with Kratos. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. with Kratos. You're you, see get Kratos get, you see Kratos get super angry and he says, leave my home. I got see the, his face shaking. Yeah. God, that voice actor is so good. Yeah, man. I got so nervous. I was like, oh, dude, this is not going to yeah. be good. And but, I was like, he's, this man's about to get assassinated, like yeah. right here, right now. And then he... <laughs> or whatever. And, and then Kratos walks up to him, and yeah. he's like... Fine. My turn. And then socks the shit out of Kratos and knocks him over the house. That's when I was like, clips oh his, clips shit. through the roof and stuff. Yeah. And thus begins one of the best fucking boss fights in any game of all time. Mm. 100%. Multiple stages, multiple fights, so visceral. Uh, you're, con- you're, you're trading shit back and forth and then in between these are what you think are going to be QTs no it's just mm-hmm. it's, you're just watching it happen um, in between you actually fighting the stranger uh, it'll kind of go into like like a pseudo cutscene, like really really smoothly it never feels jarring it always feels good of them just beating the fuck out of each other to the point best superhero fight you've ever seen they're breaking down trees and hitting them with hitting each other with them they're beating each other into the sides of mountains they're literally cracking the surface of the earth yeah. when they grapple with each other and the force of them pushing against each other splits the earth i was like well, i was losing my mind at how just great this looked and just this show of strength yeah. Like this, I was like, this is incredible, and I have no idea who this guy is. So these fights are also the only point in the game where there's any significant blood. Yeah, mm, Kratos yeah. gets really bloody to yeah. show that he also has regenerative powers. In yeah. the same way with Baldur, uh, they as they get bloody and they fight back and Which forth. There's a couple, there's a couple points mm-hmm. in, this, in in that fight. Where, yeah, they're like they go to heal themselves, and all the blood kind of goes away. To I show really, that. I still don't really understand what that is with Kratos. He's just he's gone. Yeah, it's just a thing they just a willpower thing, yeah, I guess, okay. right? Yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those things you have to kind of accept amongst all the things. That's yeah. So, but what I like it, is that I like they show it to you. Is they show it. you is that they can do it, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, this is just what it looks like." Like yeah. you know. And it's uh, it's also <laughs> during <laughs> the fight. It's also kind of showing uh, Kratos is tired. Oh yeah. He's getting tired yeah. during this boss fight. Yes. Yeah. He's getting old. And Balder says something about it too. He says, "Low and old, you should never have come to Midgard." Yeah. That's so cool. 
I'll and, keep uh, coming. There's the point where like he's like uh, they he they fight onto the rooftop. Hole falls through. Atreus mm-hmm. is hiding, and he's like, "Why are there two beds?" In the-? Think about it. He starts beating the shit out of him again. Yep. Yeah. But then uh, he traps uh, Balder traps Kratos in the side of the mountain, and is like, "I'm gonna go find out what that other second bed is." And that's Ooh. when you get to see the Spartan rage, and he yeah. just beats the fuck out of Balder Ooh, yes. for a while longer. God. And this boss fight goes on for like 20 minutes. It feels it's like insane. yeah, it's a long boss. It fight. is a long boss fight. And then it ends with Kratos breaking his fucking neck and tossing him into the a crevice. In the yeah. yeah, that's so yeah. cool. The rear naked choke. That was a great touch. I, I was just, I was like, wow, that was a great boss fight. I wonder what we'll learn about that character later on from someone else. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> saying, I can't feel any of this. Yeah, I was just like, wow, that was, I mean, I was like, cool, you can't feel any of it, but it doesn't matter. If we snap your neck, you snap your neck, you're done. Yeah. I thought the be back. afterglow of that fight was just as powerful as the fight. Yeah. Him, because him stumbling to the cabin. Because oh, yeah. you feel Kratos has gotten old. You feel his weariness. That's when he starts talking out loud like to his wife and stuff too and like, like yeah. what have I done? Like what, yeah. like what do I do? Like he's like I don't know severely what to do conflicted. You. Yeah. yeah. Like he didn't want to fight. He he tried his best not to fight until Balder hit him. Yep. I think Faye changed him in a lot of ways that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Can't wait. I need to. Um wait to see that shit. Did we uh, happen to skip over the hunting stuff with Atreus? I think not, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Does happens, that happen beforehand? Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to like yeah, touch sorry. on that for a second, but just like the, the first time you actually like gain control of Kratos well, beforehand. The is, only thing we skipped over was sorry was going over, was uh, shooting the deer. He misses. Yeah, we keep chasing it, and then he finally hits it, and then we fight the troll. I just wanted to point out that when you open chest, you punch them apart. And I yeah. just think that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. and that's literally all I wanted. You to can't talk be about. bothered. Yeah, you literally punch <laughs> your fist What's in there. And pull out what you need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that they didn't go. They didn't get away from that. If whatever's in here is weaker than my fist, I don't want it. It's like Doom Guy <laughs> pushing away the story, except for it's it's Kratos just pushing away like a long animation to get what he needs. Yeah, I don't. Oh, it's mine. <laughs> then he runs into the home, digs out a trace from the basement, and says, "We need to get the yeah. fuck out." And now they're on their way to to go to the summit to spread phase ashes. Along the way, some stuff happens. You fight some things. You travel. You have a lot of. Uh, there's during any, every single moment of this of this game that isn't combat. There's usually conversation between yeah. Kratos and Atreus, and uh, very all, stern conversation. Yeah, all starts out very stern, very cold, very distant. And as the game goes on, it becomes more and more fatherly. He's always trying to teach Atreus something. He's trying to teach him how to be a man, and eventually, how to be a god. Hmm. We'll get into that later. Uh, the first like significant person we meet after that is Brock, the blacksmith. He's a dwarf, and he is blue for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Does anyone know this thing? That, like, is that just they're just blue, or is that yeah, he is like uh, something about like he got stained by like doing something using uh, a type of metal. Yeah, he stained, stained him. Like, yeah, stained his skin because he was using it so much or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, he's just blue. Okay, cool. Did we get into the point in the story yet where Atreus kills someone for the first time? No. 
No. I don't think so. I think it happens That's after the way, fact. Way, so I'm pretty way sure Brock comments on it, basically. Okay. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Brock is a fantastic character. And like, I figured just, oh, it's one of these merchant guys. Maybe this is, like, just the one character that I'm going to be getting my stuff from from a gameplay perspective. But, like, it's the level of detail on his character, on his face, on, like, his voice and, like, everything. And his charm. It's just, like, yeah. fantastic all around. Comic relief. Yeah. And uh, every time you see him, it's it, every time you see him in a new place, it is always significant. Because you're like, oh, it's Brock. I get to talk to him. And then they actually yeah. have a conversation about Well, more so, Atreus on. gets to talk to him. And yeah, Atreus translate uh, Kratos for him, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, What's yeah, he saying, boy? I love the blacksmith. He's great. Yeah. yeah, he's got some of the best lines in the game, uh, he, I think. Uh, as Kratos goes to walk <laughs> away, he mentions that he was the man who made the Leviathan axe that Kratos mm-hmm. is carrying yeah. for Faye. It used to be Faye's axe. Which was so cool that he just like, oh, I made that. And you're like, what? Like, <laughs> like okay and he's like I can I can you're the upgrade first it. man I've seen yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like I can upgrade and he's like prove it yeah here's the axe do it you leave uh, you leave his shop at one point he's like you can fuck right along and I'm like yeah, 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 fuck yeah. yeah. he just made me laugh a few times <laughs> so he's got good. some great lines it was nice meeting you Brock I'll be thinking of a name for your beast how about a name for fucking gratitude hey fucking gratitude come over here I like it um, some more stuff happens. Uh, you kind of just keep traveling down the path. You kill some enemies. You solve some puzzles. We're not going to get too in-depth. We're literally not going to walk through every single hallway and tell you what happens. Why not? We're just going to hit key story yeah. things because then we'll be here for four hours. We've skipped over something, and that was when Atreus takes his first life. Oh, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. I forgot about that. And yeah, you get attacked by a bunch of bandits, and Kratos doesn't want to fight, but he has to. Right, yeah. But uh, while Kratos is occupied fighting one and like grappling on the ground oh, that's right. one is on top of Atreus yeah. and it's unclear what happened until Kratos rushes over there and uh, the boy had stuck his his mom's knife like through the guy's throat Yeah, and he is visibly shook close your heart to it come then yeah. and Kratos does a really good job of talking him right. down you are in your head boy let it go. He would have killed you. I know, I had to do it. I do know that, I just... And we will go home, boy. What? To give up this easily. So close to the start. Wait, no! I'm not giving up, I can do this. I just have to, you know, catch my breath. Come on up. I'm ready. To think like a ch- of a child put in that situation of, you know, taking life to defend themselves. It's a heavy, heavy subject that no one should ever have to deal with, and it was, it was handled very well. next key thing that happens is you get to a kind of like uh, rocky maze area and it's really foggy yeah. and uh, Atreus is trying to prove that he can hunt better now he's learning uh, so he goes to try to and Kratos is like prove it let's hunt this hog mm. he misses the shot again 
Uh, or he hits it, but he doesn't it. die. Yeah, and he's, uh, Atreus goes to track it, but he runs too far ahead, and Kratos actually starts to get worried while he's trying to look for him. Atreus, where are you? You know. Yeah, you feel. I like think it's the first time he calls him his name, isn't it? I think. I think no, so. I think he's still calling him boy. No, no. I'm, I think he calls him Atreus for the at, first time. At one oh, point, okay, he does just say once or twice. Yeah. You can yeah. hear yeah. that fatherly worry in his voice. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention he only refers to him as boy yeah. for like or, two or thirds or of the game, or just doesn't respond to his him as a person at all he'll just respond yeah yeah or or ignore him entirely. i know we said earlier like uh there's a sense of that he's changed or whatever but I still you know he might not be quick to rage or quick to fight as much as he used to be but like doesn't mean he knows how to be a dad you know right like, and so exactly as well as having to not want to kill everything as your first response because it just makes it easier to not have to deal with but like can't do that to your kid if he makes him mad like yeah so he just has no way to deal with him kratos doesn't know what to expect out of a child either like what what are what are kids capable of how far can you push them how uh competent should they be you know he, he has no basis no patience for this yeah <laughs> we find atreus and there's a lady there she's pissed that you just shot this boar or that atreus shot this boar and she's like why do you have to kill everything you see and she's like, well, I'm going to heal this boar, and you're going to help me. So she makes him carry this bleeding boar all the way to her hovel, which is a uh, giant turtle with a cottage on its back. Yeah. Uh, underneath fantastic. it. Another great, or underneath it, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Another great scenic oh, moment yeah. that great. they just used with just it standing up and you mm-hmm. understanding what is going on here, how it works. And I was like... That is that is just so cool, man. And Atreus really, talks to it and shit. Yeah, oh <laughs> the environments in this game are insane. gorgeous. Like, yeah, a it's lot of color. It's crazy to imagine like all the different things that they could do. And then uh, she makes you go around her area, gather some herbs. It's yep. really just so you can walk around and just fetch quests, marvel, do some side quests, marvel. do some collectibles. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple chests around that area yeah. and stuff like there's that. All kinds marvel of stuff at this there. fucking area because yeah. it's beautiful. It it's like so one cool, of the, it's one of the coolest Fight areas. Some weird ass enemies, look some weird ass gas stuff. So her her puzzles. Her giant tortoise turtle. Yeah, his name's Charlie. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's an inside What's... joke from the developers. They ended oh, up spelling okay. it differently. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll have to look out exact. Look up exactly why. But hmm. yeah, that it, behind it the was in the documentary. documentary. Yeah, huh. yeah, it's awesome. That's interesting. Anyway, she, she knows right away that Atreus is not a mortal, right. and neither is Kratos. And she pulls Kratos aside and says, "I know you're a god, not of this realm, but there's no mistaking it." He doesn't know, does he? About your true nature, or his own? That is none of your concern. The gods of these realms don't take kindly to outsiders, trust me. I know. When they find you, and they will, they'll make things difficult. The boy will want answers. That will be my problem. Whatever you're hiding, you cannot protect him forever. Which was so cool that she... from a player perspective, it was so cool that it's like God to God. It's like, oh, I can see and tell what's going on here. Yeah. And I just thought that was such a cool moment of like, oh, how does he handle this? It's so like he's trying to keep this shit a secret. It's so. interesting that because Atreus doesn't know he has this weird sickness going on where he's like coughing and seems like he has like this bad condition. Mm-hmm. It's affecting him in such an yeah, interesting way. Because it only happens every once in a while at first. So yeah. you, you almost don't notice it at first. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. I was just like, oh, that's weird. I wonder why he, I wonder why he gets sick because it's like your dad is a god. And for, I mean, and for whoever your mom is, be, has got to be a pretty remarkable woman. So it's <laughs> like, how the hell are you get... the pussy pounding that Kratos? <laughs> yeah, so it's like, <laughs> I mean, he is, he is a pop, pop, popping that pussy. I mean, it's Kratos, <laughs> so Jesus. I don't understand. 
I'm terrible. I'm sorry, that was terrible. No, I'm but, terrible too. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, that was that was such an interesting take for me for a little while. I was like, that's so weird that, like, that his kid gets sick all the time. Yeah, that's, that's so strange. Right? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't know. He has no idea that uh, who, why his mother or his father are significant. Um, she kind of gives them some advice on where to go. She lets them borrow their bo- her boat. And you're on your way. Yes. On your way to the Lake of the Nine, which is that hub world we were speaking of. The Lake of the Nine the first is a pseudo-overworld. Pseudo-overworld. <laughs> and it nice. has a big old snake in it. The world serpent, in fact, who has been thrown back in time and is uh, now just kind of sleeping. Sleeping yeah. at the Lake of the Nine. He's just chilling. He's he has, kind of, kind of doesn't really have anything you know, to do. Waiting for Ragnarok. Um, <laughs> hating Loki because he's a dick. And I just uh, like take long, long or, uh, walks in the park. Door. Aiden Thor, not Loki. I was asleep for a while. I'm a little confused. <laughs> the acts of Ragnarok have thrown the world serpent back in time. We don't know that yet, but we end up finding that out later. Um, pretty interesting, right? And yes. this is a really... It's incredible. It's like one of the most ridiculous scenes ever. Yeah, this, this snake is ridiculously large. Well, it's it comes down like that's what they use for like the promos of the trailers and stuff with this giant massive snake coming down just brrr, like the most ridiculous sound I've ever heard in a game ever it's so cool like a, like a talk like a straight tuba orchestra being yeah. distorted like tuned <laughs> down is that like that is the brown note I'm sure it has to be <laughs> It's cool that uh, Kratos can kind of use Atreus as, and the player as a way of like explaining everything around. It's like, oh, this is for this. And, like, yeah, I love translating it. all the Norse mythology mm-hmm. is very, very cool. And even in yeah. the monster log, like when you find out m- more about an enemy, mm-hmm. it's written in a tra- from Atreus's point of view. Oh, like, really? uh, Father's yeah. axe can do this to these enemies. Blah blah blah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I never yeah. even knew that. I really? Never noticed that. And uh, in these first parts of the game, uh, it, Kratos is almost using Atreus as a tool of like. Uh, as the uh, translator, essentially, mm-hmm. what is what does this rune say, boy? Yeah, you know that kind of thing. And uh, he's all Treos is the, actually the only one who can do a lot of these uh, word puzzles. Essentially, Kratos is not allowed. <laughs> no, he's just a big dumb meathead. He yeah. doesn't know how he doesn't know how to how to speak Norse. But he was yeah using Kratos or using Atreus for that reason was was a great reason to have him around with you yeah. all the time. And in this lake area, there's uh, pretty much most of the side quests. There's uh, lost souls all all around on these little yeah. islands and little uh, alcoves and stuff all around the the lake. And these range from okay to pretty fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember if it's a, a ghost or a note, but you can find either a ghost or a note from the captain from the first God of War. Yep. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! That you get the key from and kick him down the Hydra's throat. I feel like I do remember that. It's yeah. been it's been a long time, but and then I remember you, and these then ghost f- things being incredibly thought yeah. out. Well, I, yeah. think well he, thought I think out. he's been in every God of War game because you, in, you kick him down the Leviathan's throat, then uh, then you find him in Hell. Or but Hades. I can't remember. You found him yeah. in Hades. Yep. Oh my god! Yeah. He's hanging on the wall or something. Yeah. And then I don't remember where he would be in three then, but. Uh, but yeah, I think he was in the first two for sure. But yeah, you can find a note from him like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I think one of the biggest uh, ghost like side quest things I wanted to point out was uh, the one where you're 
trying to avenge like a father because his son had killed him. Oh yeah, and like oh, yeah. it takes you to that ship. Yeah, and you're sitting there having to argue, like listen to Atreus be like, "Why would his son kill his father?" Yeah, and like Kratos foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Because to Kratos with a sweat drop. I don't know who would do such a thing. It's that Key and Peele skit where he's profusely sweating. Like uh, stumbling onto the dragon stuff, where you would have to un- unleash the the three dragons. I think it is in the lake. Yeah, there's there a three. in some of these alcoves. You don't get to get to all of them immediately, but yeah, there yeah, there's dragons that you can free, mm-hmm. and they're it's very Dark Souls in terms of just like a dragon is up on a high perch and it's shooting lightning everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I think this also introduced like those weird like crystal golem things. I don't remember what they were called, but the things where you had to like rip the like orbs oh. of them. Yeah, you have to fight yeah. one as a boss first. And and then you yeah. start seeing them off. Yeah. yeah, and they yeah. start becoming a normal enemy. Yeah, and um, there's also like the portals that you reach into, yeah. and you try to get yeah. the, the, the dust rifts. from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rifts. Yeah, and, very cool. Animation. And it's usually a pretty goddamn tough fight. Most Those of the fights time. were great, and you can find them way too early. Sometimes. Oh yeah. Y'all, mm-hmm. there's uh, obviously this is like a big bridge that is connected to a lot of gates, which is really interesting. But it doesn't really explain it. If you know anything about Norse mythology, you know what this is. Yeah. yeah. It's the bridge to other realms. It's Tyr's tower, and yeah, the massive way that like Kratos like moves the bridge along and everything. It's like it's so cool. It's like remember God, you the are first time so you strong. do that. Uh, Atreus asks, he's like, "Did you hurt your back?" And Kratos is like, "No, I did not hurt my back." <laughs> oh, yeah. He's old, right? Yeah, the level of humor in this is fantastic. Yeah, it's, like, it's so perfect. So well, there yeah. was there was some genuine chemistry between um, Kratos's mocap actor, voice never actor, hurt my back and Atreus's actor. There's some genuine chemistry there. Yep. They got along very well. Mm-hmm. Such a fucking good game. I cannot wait for this next game. <laughs> This is all sugar. There's not going to be a fucking negative thing said about this entire game. No, spoiler so, alert. No. No, the only this negative game, thing is I just sucked at the combat. It's like around this <laughs> time, I also started like understanding a lot more about like the the armor sets and stuff like that. Yeah, and I started yeah, actually like learning about like what different pommels you can have for your axe and yeah. uh, figuring out the different amulets and stuff. Like the special mm-hmm. amulet, I always thought was something and, that was yeah. incredibly interesting. That yeah, because it gives you the, the bonus powers and yes. stuff. Very or the, powers up powers. The one yeah. that I enjoyed the most, I believe, was the. Gauntlet of Infinity. Like, yeah, did inf- you guys? The Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, yep. The Infinity Gauntlet. Like it's like the coolest fucking thing in there. You where can you collect like, the souls, take it and like punch. And apparently, yeah, you can actually collect all the different soul gems or whatever and yep. equip it in the glove, and it would do an entirely different special attack. That's cool. That was really. Cool. It was like a projectile, like a giant projectile. It was ridiculous. Super, super good. And it's yes. powerful as fuck too. Yeah. Um, a lot of that stuff you don't even have to really interact with as long as you're just keeping up with, hey, there's a new armor set. You'll honestly just pick up new armor sets yeah. most of the way through the game. Yeah. The only time you really need to worry about the stuff is when you start getting into like the challenge end game stuff, which we will get to probably at the end of the podcast. Yes. But. Moving forward. They move on. Uh, move on to another. They go get back on trail. Uh, on the way, they meet another dwarf named what is it a Sindri which is uh, Brock's brother turns out and they hate each other did we Mm. know that at that point because I thought they were just really okay yeah because he mentions like his his piece of shit blue brother and and Atreus is like we just met him then I think then he notices his axe has been messed with too knows it's his brother's work but knowing your mother (laughs) she would have insisted I repair that act of vandalism perpetrated against her axe by my brother 
And he's like, he's a germaphobe. He's extremely funny. Yeah. I love both of the dwarf brothers. Yeah, they're, they're total opposites of each other. Their, yeah. their, their voices are completely different. Their builds are different. Their colors are different. Yeah. Uh, one focuses on armor. One focuses on weapons. It's so good. Yeah. And, uh, One's, and he's like a germaphobe. Yeah, he's a complete germaphobe. Like and literally like hand him like, an axe and he's, he's picking he's it up like, with his fingertips. Yeah. And like, yeah. oh, he's almost gagging. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess when they he, work together on the Leviathan axe. And that's yeah, kind of, yeah. like, that's what it definitely sets up because you eventually like mm-hmm. ping pong back between the two of them. They're all like, do you touch that fucking axe? <laughs> well, I can, <laughs> do you touch that fucking axe? Well, I can make it better. <laughs> I can do, yeah, give me that thing. And every time you, uh, every time you upgrade the axe, it actually changes the look of it yeah. very subtly, mm-hmm. which is awesome. It looks yeah. beautiful. It was yeah, already yeah. beautiful. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's ornate. It was already I was, I was yeah. 20, 30 hours in, and I was like, wait, the axe is a lot different than when yeah. I started. <laughs> this is really fancy. Yeah. It's like gold. Yeah, but towards the end, I was like silver and gold. And then uh, both of the blacksmiths have uh, their own little like signature mm-hmm. like stamp or whatever. And then uh, it's probably together a little early, early of a spoiler, but like eventually they come together and like use their stamps together mm-hmm. to like make their brother sigil yeah. or whatever, which I think is very fucking cool. I thought it was very, very cool. So if you yeah. look at a interview with Barlog, he's got a V-neck shirt on. He has that uh, tattooed on his chest. Really? Oh, yeah, so cool. that's neat. Right in the middle of his chest. It's fucking fucking cool. Get that what tattoo. a tool. <laughs> so, not, so not only, so not only the, did the Dwarf Brothers forge the Leviathan axe, they also forged Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. As, as well as other um, notable weapons of legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense because they both, you know, you can throw it and come back. Right, yeah, including, the very uh, specific kind of magic they have, including mm-hmm. tears armor. So I could do that with my keys. They made tears armor. They also made something else. I don't remember. That's cool. Where are my keys? So, uh, so I wonder yes. if, so I wonder if there's going to be, uh, <laughs> if there's going to be a theme of of specific element weapons coming from these guys because we've got mm-hmm. Mjolnir with lightning, the Leviathan axe with ice, likely. Anywho, they uh, they're actually on their way up to the summit. You can see the summit from where you're at at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they start climbing up the mountain, they realize there's uh, this thing, this black fog in the way called the Black Breath that's coming out of the um, out of the face of the mountain, which is somebody's face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. it is uh, it hurts you if you go through it. They can't pass through. It's uh, it's time to go find a way to get through that shit. You have to go to Alfheim to get that good old elf light <laughs> so you can get through it. It's the only thing that can uh, that can dissipate that black fog is the light of the elves. It's time to go to Alfheim. The world of light. First, you got to go to Tears Tower to get the Bifrost. The Tears Tower is kind of underneath the bridge. It's like a almost like a tomb for Tear, right? Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was where he put a lot of his uh, his artifacts and stuff as well. Is this where we see the pottery that's like depicting Kratos? Which is way later in the game. Uh, you see it while you're there, but they don't talk about it. In fact, uh, Atreus well, Atreus mentions these like, "Wow, there's a lot of weird art on here," and Kratos yeah. is just like, "Move on." Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You see a little bit of that because he has wonders of many worlds in yeah. there. You actually see like some Egyptian stuff. You see Greek stuff. It's very very cool. Well, what was yeah. Atreus having on? What did he have on his head? Like a samurai helmet? Yeah, it was something crazy like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's even a tapestry where there's uh, a symbol of each of four different cultures in the corners. Oh, really? And one of them's the Omega. One is um, is obviously um, Norse, and another is Celtic, and another's Japanese. So there's four different. Huh. I didn't know this. Thing that they're hinting to, yeah. Tyr, wow. Tyr was a traveler of time and of worlds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. 
Very interesting, man. I can't wait to learn more about him. I hope there is more about him in the future games. In so fact, God of Victory. I hope. And everyone loved him. I hope you do get to like meet Tyr at some point because he is a time traveler. I think you already have. I think you already well, have. Well, we'll fucking get into that later, Josh. <laughs> Probably never. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> We'll get into your fucking tinfoil hat conspiracies. Well, later. yeah, we got to find a way to make this fucking interesting. So how do you, I don't even remember how you get to Elfheim. Uh, well, you, yeah, you go to Tears Tower, mm-hmm. you get the Bifrost, which uh, controls the bridge, yep. and then you just push the bridge. You literally yeah. push the bridge yep. right, okay. to face Elfheim's uh, gate, and you go to Elfheim. And at, at this point, um, Freya, or the witch as she's known, is still with you. But remember, when you go through the gate, she gets sucked back out. Oh, yeah. She's uh, she's tethered. Yeah. Uh, that was so cool. Odin has made it to where she cannot leave. Yep. That, made, that moment was so terrifying. Yeah, man. Because you're by yourself. You're like, oh, yeah. shit. There's my guide. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she did warn that she wouldn't be able to go. Yeah. Um, but you're fine. Once you get there, it's uh, it's beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a... That was such a change. A giant lake and a city in the center of it with a beam of light coming from it. So cool. And you get closer and you realize uh, they're at war with the Dark Elves, which yes. are which is beings from another realm. I don't remember which realm. but Giant uh, bug demon Giant ninjas. bug demon Dark Elves are killing all of the pa- very passive Light Elves. Honestly, this is not that long of a level. No, it's not. No, like, it's I thought it was. Linear. I thought it was fine. Like mm-hmm. you go through it. Like I enjoyed the combat with the different enemies and how oh, you had yeah, to like yeah. combat them like in the air and New stuff. Puzzles. And like yeah. once again, you know, throw the fucking axe, throw the fucking axe, throw the. It's, it's great. I love it. I was relieved <laughs> this was a smaller world. Yeah, me too. Because going into it, I was, I was like, really dude. Worried. I don't want to fucking explore something. It's just as big yeah. as the place I just came from. I still got stuff to explore over there. We yeah. pretty much <laughs> just like hack and slash your way through all the way to the end, where you More get less. to yeah. the Bifrost. A few key moments of like Atreus is, learning more powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you explore around in that area, though, it gives you more context to kind of the war that's going on around you, which mm-hmm. is really important because yeah. it, it kind of comes back. Because I think you have to come back here for story beats, right? No. No? No, you never have to come no. back. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, you never need so, to come back here. Other than the the, the regular realm uh, that, you, that most of the game takes place in, you only have to backtrack to one. It's not by choice. So you guys never came back through here with Mimir? I did. Yeah, because he. I think I did. Yeah, yeah, because he talks about the war and stuff, and like stuff. you get huh. the vibe that you might have helped the wrong side. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's really cool because you're like, oh wait, maybe they weren't the like wait the light elves maybe look different than I thought they yeah. did or yeah, yeah. that's weird. Well, you you shit. you get a hint of that when you defeat the uh, the the dark the, elf captain at the end or yeah, whatever, yeah, that and he's like, you have no idea yeah. what you've God, done, stupid blind move or something yes. like that. Yeah, exactly. You're meddling in somebody else's affairs just like you were in the past, and you yeah. just can't escape your past. Right. I'm just trying to get the bar frost so I can eat at least forty pizzas in thirty days. <laughs> I've killed Sorry. forty elves in thirty minutes. <laughs> So this is okay. So this is anyway, where he goes into that light. Yeah, yeah. Once you get to the end, you get to the area at the top, and you have to walk into the light to get a piece of that Alfheim light. Um, once you walk in, uh, Kratos starts having to face Terrible. some horrific moments of his life, including the death of his beloved Frey. Faye. But you don't really get to see too much of it. You just get to see kind of hints of like. Her talking to him and him trying to search for her because he thinks he finds her, and then seeing other horrific things that he did in Greece. Yeah, and um, yeah, this was a. Good- it's really dark. Yeah, and it's only a few minutes. But when you step back out of the light with your reward, uh, there are 
piles of fucking bodies everywhere. Which I think that moment of coming out of the light is almost as good as what you were dealing with in the in that air in that dimension or whatever. Mm-hmm. When you when you come out of the light, remember you don't step out of it. He gets yanked out. No, no! What have you done? Why did you do that? I saved you. You are trapped in there. I waited and I waited, but you wouldn't come out. So I pulled you out. Boy, I was gone only. Moments. No! You've been gone a long, <coughs> long time. I didn't know what to do. You left me here again. <coughs> Why don't you care? That's impossible. We should go before they come back. I hope you got what you needed. Oh, yeah. By Atreus. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. tired of waiting. Right. That was one of the most powerful moments to me because this is when Atreus finally expresses his frustrations mm-hmm. to Kratos. He says, you left me just like you've always left me, just like you've never been there. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he's betrayed, but you see these pile of fucking bodies. Yeah. And you go, yeah, that's Kratos' son. Yeah. yeah. Atreus is mad. There's like a, there's a deep rage. There's a deep rage in Atreus, and you're getting a hint of it now. Oh, yeah. That and was such fucking, a good moment. Giant hint. Very cold uh, to Kratos for the rest of the time. Uh, there's a couple yeah. of game mechanics with Atreus where, like, you can command him to shoot specific things uh, to access, like, mm-hmm. bridges mm-hmm. of light and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you do that after this, he actually refuses to do it a, a few times. Yeah. And Kratos is like, boy, but do what I say. Yeah. And he does it very begrudgingly. Yeah, or he'll just, he'll just be like, okay. And yeah. shoot it. Yep. Yeah, he's okay. mad at he's mad at Kratos for leaving because apparently he was gone for a while. Yeah, he said like, was it like two, three days or something? Like it he, wasn't that long. Oh, no, well, like maybe hours or something. Several hours. Several yeah. hours. Okay, it was a long time though. It was a very long time yeah, for Kratos like to just hours. be standing there. Yeah, but really, Kratos thought he was gone for two minutes. God. Uh, and it's real fucked up. And Kratos is really shaken. He's really upset because he thought he was about to see Faye and he didn't. He's very upset. And he's remorseful for Atreus, but he's also pissed at Atreus for being a little bitch. <laughs> oh, he saw all those bodies, though. Yeah, he yeah. was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he proved himself in that moment. Because didn't sure. he leave his axe with him? He did. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, like Atreus used that axe. Because this is, when a, uh, this is when Atreus says, You're giving me your axe. I'm letting you hold my axe. <laughs> That's such a good yeah. moment. Great. This, this game is just full of great moments like that. Um, we make our way back to the mountain. Uh, we use the Alfheim to progress through the Black Breath, and we start climbing up the mountain on the inside of it. Mm-hmm. This is an okay level. Yeah, yeah. This okay. is where you have to unlock. The, you have to uh, like unwedge the elevator yeah, and get yeah, it. Yeah. Which is pretty up. interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. most like cave miney stuff is like okay. I hate like, dark it was, cave areas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like it was still like great combat, and the yep. puzzles were neat, and the mm-hmm. scale was cool. But yeah. Um, you make it to the first goal that you thought you had. Uh, the first true goal of bringing it to this summit. Yep. Well, you get up there and then you realize you hear somebody. There's some shit going down. Yeah. Some family, real housewives. Valhalla drama. <laughs> there's a there's a goat trapped to a tree. Uh, 
a goat man. Yeah. And uh, Balder is talking to that goat, asking him questions about uh, Kratos and Atreus because he knows that they're going to be there. Real housewives of Midgard Mountain. Along with it, he has his nephews, sons of Thor. Magni and Modi. Magni and Modi. Yeah. They're basically like the stupid hill people of yeah. Norse mythology. <laughs> and it is... I like that there's this kind of hit squad now. You kind of know that they're being trailed, they're being chased. That's you know, and then that's also the reveal that Baldur's still alive, mm-hmm. which is you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, how? I knew he wasn't dead. There's also when you're like well, walking along the snow and actually creating like the most beautiful crater with yeah, your character yeah. <laughs> that you've ever seen. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, sneaking around this conversation. I don't re- entirely remember the conversation, but he's just asking like where where the those these outsiders are and stuff. Yeah, who they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Mimir doesn't know. Yeah. He genuinely doesn't know. Yep. Yeah. Which is what's but, weird. Which is weird because he knows everything. Yeah, Mimir yeah. is the smartest man in the world. I thought he did know. Or at least who you were. He didn't know where he was. I yeah, think he yeah. knows who Kratos is, yeah. so to no, speak. Yeah. But yeah. sort of. But Balder can't be specific with I'm I pretty guess. sure he calls but, him the ghost of Sparta at some he, point, doesn't he? He does, but he doesn't really know what that entails. Oh, right. Yeah, there right. is a point where Mimir finds out, yeah. Yeah. and he's amazed. And, uh, well, yeah, so you, um, after they leave, you talk to... Who are you? Me. I'm the greatest ambassador to thy gods, the giants, and all the creatures of the Nine Realms. I know every corner of these lands, every language spoken, every war waged, every deal struck. They call me Mimir, smartest man alive. And I have the answer to your every question. Yep. Who is my favorite character in the fucking game? My uh, that is Kratos, you know. Uh, he's just this quick talking, like kind of Scottish voiced uh, goat man. And um, he tells. Uh, anytime you're traveling, especially on the boat, he just tells stories to Atreus. They're so good. And the stories are always interesting. They. they they allow you to learn uh, depth to this world if you didn't know it already. But Mike, it's a two-person boat. How does Mimir fit on it? Uh, <laughs> so he's trapped in this tree by <laughs> Odin because Odin's a piece of shit. And um, he says, you can uh, cut off my head and resurrect it and uh, I can help you find out where you want to go because this isn't actually the highest point of the realm. That's in Jotunheim. Damn. You need to go to the land of the giants. Mm-hmm. That is the highest mountain in any realm. Shit. And that is likely where yeah. she wants to be. So there's yeah. a there's a really funny moment at this point too, where uh, he already establishes like, hey, you need to cut my head off, yada yada. But he keeps talking, and Kratos is like, I'm going to cut off your head now. Good enough. Yeah. Puts it in a bag. Yeah. I wasn't entirely sure if it was going to work or not. Like, I was like, it's going to be kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, you just killed this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, move on. Kratos <laughs> knows who to go to. to for mm-hmm. He knows a witch that'll be able to help. But I didn't write this in the notes. There's a point along the way where you're still carrying his uh, decapitated dead head mm-hmm. and you talk to Sindri and uh, you hand you just hand him the bag. <laughs> and yeah. he's just like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, for the blacksmiths to be as entertaining and for you to care about them as much as you do as the game progresses and for them to actually have these storylines and these story arcs that really matter for mm-hmm. you and like by the end of it you just you feel so stoked for him like yeah. you're just so happy well yeah. that's time like uh, bringing Mamir around to like all the different places that you've been and like hearing his banter between Atreus and him like it really like he teaches you stuff it completes the game in a way mm-hmm. absolutely where it's like alright this is the experience that you're going to be having and how the narrative's going to be delivered to you this banter between Atreus and Mamir and occasionally Kratos yeah. which is actually yeah. great like, I love anytime Kratos speaks because you're 
it's usually hilarious because it's like he has like no personality whatsoever yeah. and that's kind of like a joke in itself and my beer starts uh, interacting with the blacksmiths and like trading some lore bits this and that there's a uh Kratos has some really funny moments talking to Mimir too because there's a point where you're on the boat and Mimir starts talking about something it's kind of like a he, he acts like he's about to go into a very somber story and he's like in fact we would do well to sit here in silence for the next few moments and reflect on Odin's capacity for cruelty and so reflect longer <laughs> yeah but like, what what a genius way to flesh out uh, the, the lore, you know, the the world around you, mm. than having the head of the smartest man in the world with you. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, he knows everything. He can tell you about everything. It's just a very organic way to we do that. We better not lose him in the He's next the one. Yeah. I dropped him in a lake. <laughs> Whoopsie poopsie. He can't Whoopsie swim. Who would have thought he can't swim? Oh, Jesus, Tim. He was on my notes. <laughs> I did like that. Um, if Mimir started going off into like a cool story or this and that, if he stopped, got off the boat and was like, oh, I got to go do this thing, he's like, oh, we'll pick it up later. No worries. And yeah, then like yeah, yeah. they pick it up in different ways every mm-hmm. time. Like, what you were talking about? Oh, yeah. Sometimes it would be funny. And he's like, and then he died or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Atreus like, yeah. Yeah, will tell him, to, hey, can you finish your story? Or even yeah. later on, Kratos will be like, finish your story head well I love too is like yeah. Kyle just said like you'll, you'll catch him right at the end yeah what was the end of that story and then he died <laughs> and, and they'll react to that be like oh okay they did a really yeah. really good job of they probably had like several spaces of every story yeah. where they could and continue really, telling it really smart algorithm that actually like determined all that, that stuff yeah. yeah it's very intelligent stuff you have to take um, Amir's head to Freya well or the witch Whoever, she she gives you a fake name right and now. she res the witch yeah, yeah she's called and, uh, she, the witch. she resurrects his head it works and this is when you find out she's Freya because when Mimir comes back he says hello Freya been a long time and the, oh yeah that's right and yeah. then Kratos loses his fucking mind because he hates gods you are God leader of the Vanir once yes but no longer you did not think it important to tell me he doesn't trust any god ever yep not even himself. Which was a cool Not scene even to himself. know that he still holds on to that. Yep. Yeah. The gods of a different world knows nothing about him and he hates them immediately. That's yeah. racist. Yes. Well, we didn't say he was a great guy. Now we got to find out how to go to Jotunheim because the uh, the bridge is broken. But the tower's missing. The tower is missing entirely. So? Which is cool. It's time to talk to the big snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which you accomplish by uh, blowing into that giant horn on the bridge. so cool. Yeah. Did you ever try to do it before you had the mirror, though? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No. So uh, you you get up to it, and um, you go to interact with it, and I guess it's one of the interactions where Atreus would do it, and uh, Kratos is like, there are some things you must, you know, you, you don't know what will happen after you do it. And Atreus is like, well, should we? And Kratos is like, I don't, maybe later. I, I don't remember what exactly what he says, but you can't do it. It's one of the things yeah. you can't interact with because Kratos is like, well, we don't know what will happen yet. Yeah. And, <laughs> Which is smart. That's yeah. interesting. Very I guess. Smart. He's, he's smart way to handle he's it. He's pulled enough yeah. handles and d- done enough things to know that there could be a fight at the end of that. <laughs> what do you I'm, mean? I'm said glad. a man who punches every chest wide the fuck I'm, open without even considering I, what's inside? The last inside? time I did this, I had to fight an army of cyclopses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I think Atreus <laughs> does say something about, well, we've been pulling every lever we see up until this point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, the dialogue in this game is so, so fucking. Yeah, they've thought of like every scenario. Yeah. They have lines for it. But 
They got to go get what a rune, and they got to chisel some kind of rune thing on a certain thing to make the Bifrost do a thing for them to get to other places, yeah. possibly like so, dimensions. So you have to uh, traverse a traverse. <laughs> you have to traverse a dead giant. Yeah, which is so cool. Uh, The dopest giant of all time. Fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. To, like, um, twist his ring on his hand and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So or cool. the beads on his yeah. beard. It's yeah. massive. You see his fingerprints, and they're just deep. And yeah. Uh, you could fit inside his fingerprints. Yeah, fight those shitty-ass werewolf things. Uh, I like that you were chiseling off an end of the spike that went through his head. And, yeah. like, uh, the mat... Just being near his jewelry is so interesting. Like, his beard beads yeah. are the size of a fucking car wrapped yeah. around a beard. It's so nice. <laughs> and, uh... Think about how how much metal and time it took to make those fucking things. Yeah. Oh, the giant fucking gems. Where'd they get those? Doesn't they probably made them themselves, just out of a shit ton of material. They did it really quickly. They're giants. I sure. doubt they did it themselves. They made the little people work. I don't know, but I really liked traversing this uh, environment, like you were saying. I hated the werewolf fuckers. Like, I didn't enjoy them <laughs> whatsoever. But I did enjoy their execution, where you like, take his jaw and just rip it off the front of his body. Mm-hmm. That was insane. I actually enjoyed but, fighting the werewolves. Yeah. They're interesting. It's just something different. That's true. They were a little bit difficult, though. You, you get the chisel, you start heading your way back, but you get stopped by two redneck pieces of shit. <laughs> Magni and Modi are back. And they're pissed. Yeah. The Vikings of Florida. Yeah. I like this they're fight. They're basically Florida Vikings. <laughs> I like this fight, but one of my favorite parts about it is when they do, like, the area of effect, and you are shielding Atreus, and you're kind of, like, trying to figure out where the attack... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like yeah. the fact that he's, like, shields up, and he's got his arm around Atreus. Like, yeah. it was just a cool moment of, like, showing, like, you know, he's willing to protect him and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, you... You fight and you kill Magni. You kill one of the brothers. Yeah. Modi runs like a little bitch. Yep. He's scared. He's going home to daddy to tail on you. Yep. He goes home to Thor. They start coming back, but uh, Atreus's cough has been getting consistently worse throughout the game, and now he falls sick and can't move. Kratos is freaking the fuck out and doesn't know what to do, and he carries Atreus's limp body to Freya. Yeah, and is, it's not a quick scene. No, you take some time carrying his body. Yeah. Here is actually trying to calm Kratos down. I like it because you're yeah. like on the elevator trying to get to Freya's, and he's pacing back and forth. That moment, yeah, yeah, he's, that was like, he's like the he moment. He doesn't know what to do. Sure. He's freaking out. Right, he through the door. Fucking yeah. cares. Well, no, he so, bangs on the door. He's like, Freya, open the door. We need your help. Woman, do you hear me? It is urgent. I'm still a god. Go away. The boy has fallen ill. Freya! So let's think of this. Kratos, who has spent his entire life hating gods and doing anything he can to get away from them and devoting his life to just trying to have nothing to do with them, 
will immediately forsake that when his son is in danger. Yeah. Uh, Straight to the first one he knows. Yeah. It turns out the reason he's sick is that he's at war with himself. He's a god and he thinks he's immortal and his body is killing him because he doesn't know who he is. Mm -hmm. Weird. Sure. (laughs) Well, it's almost like he's manifesting mortality into himself. Yeah. And and it's literally causing a sickness. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Plot device. Plot okay. device. Plot device. Plot device. Plot device. <laughs> um, but what's nice is that they've literally been foreshadowing this happening since the beginning of the game, since the first time he coughs. You actually see his cough get worse uh, previously before this every time he gets angry. You were told that you need to get the heart of a gatekeeper. There's only one place that there are gatekeepers. It's time to go to hell. Um, you are told your axe will not work there. The second she says your axe will not work there, you knew. I got a little chub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's time to, as Kratos puts chub. it, dig up the past. He goes, I, she's like, you're going to need something to combat that cold. Yeah. yeah it's not going to work. A oh, s- man. A storm starts to roll in. Yeah. You're slowly paddling your canoe back to your home. Mimir's there with you. You are now being haunted. Athena. Which I thought the camera turn to reveal, yeah. And on the boat ride there, you catch little glimpses of, like, the enemies looking at you. Yep. Through yeah, the yeah, woods yeah. and everything. They're not explicitly there. You have to look for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just you get back to your home. You pull out a box. A couple of rusty blades are in there. They're the oh, blades of chaos. Dude, the blades of motherfucking chaos. He slowly pulls off the cloths. The bandages. That are, the bandages uh-huh. that are wrapped around his arms. And you see he's still shit. scarred by... Yeah. The Blades of Chaos are still burning. When he starts putting them on, he's real slow about it, methodical, and she's taunting him the whole time, giving him shit about it, and making him feel bad. I just, I love the resilience of like, yes, you're, I don't disagree with you, but I've, I don't care because I've got something else I have to do. Mm-hmm. What she says to him is... There's nowhere you can hide, Spartan. Put as much distance between you and the truth as you want. It changes nothing. Pretend to be everything you are not. Teacher. Husband. Father. But there is one unavoidable truth you will never escape. You cannot change. You will always be... a monster. I know. But I am your monster no longer. Oh my, look at my arm, dude. Yeah. I <laughs> oh, shit. That's like the chills of chills. <laughs> yes, for your real. chills got chills, man. Because did you did you watch <laughs> making that scene, like yeah. the mocap of him doing it? Yes. He dug deep for yeah. that. He's actually crying filming he, that scene. He could, he, in the interview, he couldn't so even get through most of the explanation. powerful. 
fucking great voice actor. He knows how to pull it. Yeah. And then after that, you walk outside and you're the badass. Your first fight with the fucking <laughs> Blades of Chaos are, is fucking sick. Yep. You just yeah. tear down scores of enemies. You know what that scene is like? It's like when you find the shotgun in a game. Remember finding the shotgun in Bioshock? Yeah. yeah. And then you get ambushed? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what that was. It, it's go. an excuse to use it. Yeah. It was an excuse to use it, but I was also like, man, I wonder how this is going to feel in this game and like the way it plays. I was like, oh, okay, it feels, it feels great. Amazing. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. It took like all of 10 seconds for me to be like, okay, cool. Okay, now this is me. I, I felt like the Blades acted just like they should have. Just yeah. like I imagined yep. they should have. Yep. However, there's no weight to them. They did not feel as good as that axe. You don't want them to. I, I, yeah. I agree that they don't feel as good I feel like as the they axe, never but they feel the way they should, I yeah. believe. You think so? Yeah, I feel like, like the big hammer downs, like pulling logs. Yeah, like there's that. still yeah. like there's really some, definitely some heavy, heavy ass yeah. attacks. Even they yeah. brought, and they even brought back old moves from the original games, yeah. which I love. Exactly, like the, the, the spins, spins yeah, oh and the God. heavy attacks. I was yeah. like, yes. Or like, uh, the grab, and you charge up the grab. Yeah. It blows up. The yeah. only thing they did didn't, that they didn't really add in was like the verticality of it, mm-hmm. of like how yeah. jumping in the air, yeah. doing air combos. You, just, you don't do that anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's it's literally like to the T, like exactly how it should feel, mm-hmm. but way better than the original God Wars, in my opinion, mm-hmm. in terms of just like the feel of like how powerful those blades are. Yeah, Josh, yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had that. It's just my opinion spoiled man. for me before, oh, and that pissed me off because I, I thought that was like one of the coolest parts of the fucking. Yeah, cause but like, like I was basically just on Reddit and somebody shared it and like uh, a gameplay thing, and it was just there. Yeah, and like they didn't put a spoiler on it or nothing. I, was and, like, uh, oh, I agree with Micah entirely. Like, why? As soon as this thing starts, you know what's about to happen. But mm-hmm. you just don't. But, but you also, don't want to believe. You don't want to believe it. You're like, okay, it could be something else. It could just be some, he might have some item that helps him go into hell. But it was like, yep, he's he's. Okay, Blades of Chaos, this is fucking awesome. Well, it's it's kind of been alluded to for some of the game, because early on in the game, he's messing with his bandages, because one's, like, starting to fall yeah. off. Yeah. And well, he yeah, hides it the, from Atreus. But yeah, but you get the idea that he, he's kept that's that from Atreus, but I didn't get the... I didn't think I was ever going to use the Blades mm-hmm. of Chaos. It's funny, because he just wraps them around his hand. He never, like, tucks it or yeah, anything. Yeah. He's right. just like, oh... And it stays there forever, and it's yeah. like no, it's Velcro. <laughs> it's Velcro. That's how that works. <laughs> it's Velcro. So, uh, <laughs> it just like feels every time. You go to Helheim. Uh, it's pretty short. You go in. You get what you. Yeah. You go in. You traverse a little bit. You fight the gatekeeper. Church. It's another troll boss, except for this time it's hard. He uh, teleports around. He does wave attacks. Mm. It's pretty tough, actually. Mm. Uh, in terms of like troll fights, this is the best one, in my opinion. Absolutely, because yeah. it changes it up the most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you get what you need, and you go straight back. It's pretty short, actually. You yeah. don't spend a lot of time there. You escape back out of Helheim. It's very hard to get back out. You give the heart to Freya. Atreus is healed. As you are leaving, Kratos vehemently tells him, You're a wizard. You're a wizard, Atreus. <laughs> I am a god boy from another land far from here. When I came to these shores, I chose to live as a man. But the truth is, I was born a god, and so were you. Boy, have you nothing to say? Can I turn into an animal? 
And then he was like, have you seen season two of My Hero Academia? And Atreus is like, no, I don't watch that weeaboo shit, Dad. You know that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know, is a great character. <laughs> Dad, you know I don't like your weird cartoon porn. It's not porn, it's son. not hentai boy. boy. <laughs> There's a difference between hen- I'm not explaining this again. I wish Midoriya was my son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is when uh, Atreus... Like, learns about it, takes it in stride, I guess. He's probably mm-hmm. super excited about it he because he's a kid. He starts becoming a little cocky piece of shit. Yeah. Atreus is now a piece of shit <laughs> for, like, a while. For, like, a couple yes. hours, depending on how you play the game. What's cool is that it actually changes the functions of his abilities. He'll start doing his special abilities on his own without you commanding him. And yeah. when you command him to do it, he'll do it, like, three times in a row. Yeah. And he'll mix powers and shit. It's really cool. All of a sudden, he's got this. He's got a stride and a step, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. he thinks he's the biggest, baddest motherfucker in the land. Yes, and now he doesn't have to worry about little people. So now with their little people problem. What is this a world for ants? You get the travel room for Great. Jotunheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you go back to the summit. Oh, before this, he was a, being a real piece of shit to the Dwarven brothers, and they yeah. were they were really upset with Atreus being like, "Okay, fuck you." Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Shit. He's like, yeah. "We don't care about your little problems." Yeah, oh, exactly. it was bad. Yeah. Like, really? Oh, it was. The, it was at that okay. point that I was like, "Oh, dude, now I want to slap this." Yeah, shit you feel bad you. for now, Sindri. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you really do not like Atreus at this point for a good reason. Uh, God, they did a really good job of turning that shit around. What great character development this yeah, is! Absolutely. You learn that you're a god, and now you think you're a piece. You're just like, which? Well, yeah, well, why wouldn't yeah. you? I mean, like, best thing since sliced bread. Age, yeah. <laughs> As you're going back into the mountain to go to the summit, you run into a defeated and ragged Modi. He went and cried to Thor, and then Thor beat the fuck out of him for being a little bitch and leaving his brother and not dying in the yeah. field. Yep. It's a disgrace as a Viking to run away from a fight. And Thor taught him that lesson. And Atreus starts to be a real piece of shit here. Move it. Or we'll pick up where he left off. I'll kill you. No. He is beaten. Not worth killing. He should pay for what he said about mother. I said no. But we're gods. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> That's what I said to your mother right before I gave it to her. Curtis was not down for a yo mama yeah. style. No, uh, he was not. Breakdown. He, was, he was not down for that at all. Um, <laughs> Sorry. He stabs Moody in the neck and pushes him off into the craft cavern. Basically, killing him. Yeah. Killing him. Turns him into a god killer. Kratos is pissed. You killed against my wishes. You lost control. Haven't you been teaching me to kill? I have been teaching you to survive. We are gods, boy. And that makes us a target. From now until the end of days, you are marked. So I teach you to kill, yes. But in defense of yourself. Never as an indulgence. Nobody cared about him anyways. What's the difference? There are consequences to killing a god! Why? How do you know? How do you know? Because I killed a lot of gods. Oh, easy, Kratos. (laughs) But he doesn't tell him that because Kratos is also a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Runs in the family. He won't tell him the fucking truth. So, you know, you get what you get, man. You get what you give. 
And then as you Meh. start to uh, climb up the mountain, uh, a fucking giant dragon attacks you. Here goes a very long, very exhausting, really good boss fight. Uh, it was like uh, where you had to like grab the weird like fruit grenade things or yeah. whatever the fuck oh, they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. And you had to hit it, and that's when you were capable of attacking it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's all you could use. I don't entirely remember. But no, that, yeah, that weakened him, and then yeah. you brought yeah. him down, okay. and you could put some damage on him. It was fine. It took me a minute to figure out what it was wanting me to do at first, mm-hmm. but uh, once I figured out what it wanted, it was pretty predictable and pretty easy. Yeah. Um, Still very well designed and like yeah. beautiful looking. And you make it back up to the top. Uh, you're at the summit again. I put sorry, I put the bridge. You're at the summit. Yeah. Uh, Balder shows back up, starts fighting Kratos. Um, Kratos tells Atreus to back off. It's not his fight. Atreus doesn't listen. And because of that, Kratos gets his fucking ass kicked by Balder pretty yeah. badly. Mm-hmm. And while they have the portal open to Jotunheim, they think they're already there. During the fight, Kratos and Balder uh, break down that gate. Yeah, which was they've such now a lost, cool moment. They've now yeah. lost their way. Yeah. They can't get there anymore. Uh, and Atreus is a little piece of shit and uh, blames it on Kratos. Do they fight there and then they go down to the bridge and then fight again? Yeah, I think he gets brought... The fight gets taken down into the bridge. And then they get... And while they're trying Balder to... Balder shows train, up again. Balder shows yeah. up again and then that's how they get sucked into yeah, Helheim. Yeah, you're, you're fighting in there. And you get thrown into Helheim instead. Yeah. Because Balder shifts the gate around. Now you're both trapped in Helheim. Yep. trying to find a way to escape because you don't have the same way you had to escape this time. There's no gatekeeper now. Yep. You killed it. Consequences yeah. to your actions, Kratos. Piece and of shit. So this is cool because you get to see now Atreus dealing with all of his bad uh, like things that he's done and he gets to see all the, the like, shit he yeah. said. And, uh, what's he's, also he's cool- literally getting haunted by ghosts yep. himself. Yeah, haunted by ghosts. And then what's also cool too is now you get to see Balder going through the same thing mm-hmm. which is very yeah, interesting. You, you get to see uh, that Freya is yeah. Balder's mother. Yeah, yep. which is bro- super. Yeah, 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 mother. Yeah, it was super cool. Da, 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 da. And he's obviously <laughs> super fucked up about yeah, like yeah. something that she did, and you don't really quite understand well, what that is yet. Yeah, eventually you do find out that. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure this is the point where you find that out. Yeah, this is where. Yeah, uh, over yeah. time, like it takes. Yeah, it through takes the like shadows, minutes, they're like, like the, yeah, it's yeah. like their flashback. So what it is is that when he was born, it was foretold that he would die a needless death. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so Freya tried to make him immortal mm-hmm. and that's actually what causes his needless death that's exactly it um, and small little backtrack here when Kratos brought Atreus back when he was sick well she takes the mistletoe arrows and says that you shouldn't have these oh that's right okay. where, where did he get them before he from, got from, from Sindri after the dragon yeah yeah, yeah. he's like oh I got these cool ass things try these cool ass things and <laughs> why, yeah why does she get mad about it though because, because well, that's just mm-hmm. foreshadowing well, really. it's foreshadowing yeah. uh, these are terrible but he yeah. still has one back to where yep. we are he still has one. Yep. Yes. And uh, the front Fixed. of his um, quiver was fixed with a piece of yeah, wood. That's, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, it was fixed with one, but she yeah. did not notice so that. So there's, there's an interesting parallel here for Freya and Balder mm-hmm. and, and Kratos, where Freya was selfish and cursed Balder with immortality because of her feelings, right? Yeah. Because of her selfish desire to not see him hurt, she didn't care how he felt. Right. Um, and with Kratos, 
his selfishness in not wanting to reveal the truth to uh, to Atreus mm-hmm. is killing him. Yeah. Or it was. And now he's just at, and now not telling him who he is, he's just constantly lying into him and not telling him an important right. lesson about it, his life. It's hurting him. Yeah. In and the same it, way that Balder just wants to feel something. Uh-huh. He just wants to feel something. He wants to fucking die, and he can't. He can't no. feel anything, and he cannot die. That's fucked up. Yes. That's real fucked up, man. This is where we up, are. <laughs> uh, Balder's chasing you this entire time. You kind of see him here and there. Atreus gets a view of Kratos killing Daddy Zeus. Pop- yeah, that was insane. I love that. Yeah. I love, like, I, I assume that that's simply just an illusion, it but... Is. It's people. It's people being haunted by their past. That's yeah. part of being in hell. But it. But in the. But in the moment, Atreus just just wanted to like help, like get his father up and like, hey, let's get out of here. Yeah. You didn't stick around to ask about it. Spooky yeah. as fuck. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, because then he tries to explain it later on, like yep. what you saw back there that wasn't what you think. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. by then, he's kind of already forgotten about. It. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Sorry, we don't yeah. have the details for this. Uh, all down packed. Uh, it's okay. It's more about us just appreciating the game. Like, yeah. We all we all fucking loved it. And it's hard to memorize an entire thirty-five hours of experience. Experience. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, we're not scholars. Okay, we yeah. have fucking jobs. I got. I only got three pages of notes, man. Come on, leave me alone. No, that's totally fine. Um, you escape Helheim. How uh, we escape? It's really fucking cool. Too. Yeah, you get on a ghost ship. Yeah, and you ride that bitch. Yeah, you yep. gotta keep them the <laughs> fires up. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, you're like suspending it. Blades of chaos. So yeah. this whole time, there is a giant figure. In the back of Hellheim, yeah. do you remember? Yeah, absolutely. That, that giant, giant fucking raven. bird. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, and it's never explained. No. Well, yeah. I'm like, that's definitely like God of War 2 it's shit, a, for it's, sure. It's the Watcher of Helheim. Yeah, but I think you're going to do something with that bird next game. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. It's God of War. Like, they didn't just build yeah. that fucking thing to be like... Don't worry about it. It's so cool. <laughs> I forgot about that for a second. It might have been planned to be a boss fight at, at some yeah, point. Yeah, like DLC just, or something. Yeah. Because like I wouldn't be surprised. Because I remember staring at that thing like, I'm going to fight that thing. Or <laughs> I'm going to ride that thing to another world. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Can't <laughs> or wait both. To, can't wait to go to Valhalla and fuck it up. Dude, yeah. Oh my God. And number two, Electric Boogaloo. kind of have the my notes all fucked up here you go back yeah, in the tower is kind of there but it's like in another realm for jotunheim correct yes yeah, yeah you like, catch glimpses of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah you see ravens it's like in between worlds yeah. so it, it's in it's hidden in the um Drasil. and uh you find out that tear made a second tower and that's how you're going to get around this shit it's contact <laughs> Uh, it's like underneath the other tower. It's yeah. real confusing. <laughs> this part didn't make much sense to me, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah, you went in there, you went underneath it, but then you flipped it over, and it was mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. And during this time, when you're going through tears, uh, all tear shit again, this all is when you trials. find this is when you find the uh, Greek pottery, and Mimir is like tries to start telling the story of the ghost of Sparta, um, or like about the gods and that somebody killed all the gods and stuff. Yeah. And uh Chris is like, shut the fuck up, man, you fucking <laughs> narc. <laughs> yeah, dude, like all the trials and stuff that you had to do before Tyr almost seemed as if they were laid out for Kratos in a way. Yeah. You know? It's like he knew how to get through those trials and like 
like there was stuff from his specific past in there and possibly I don't know it's, it's interesting yeah he even said he's like it's almost like he built this for you to solve because yeah. mm-hmm. like you were just like you know you get through it so. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's all very interesting strong interesting boy theory interesting uh, <laughs> Mimir tells you you need another crystal much like the crystal that's in Mimir's eye uh, that crystal is inside the world tippet it's time to get swallowed by our uh, our big boy snake friend yeah and he's cool with it he's like yeah just climb he's, on he's literally just like yeah. <laughs> so you ask like, him he thinks about it? All right, yeah. So this is also the point where uh, Atreus' character is, is fully redeemed, where they said something about the wisdom of Atreus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll have to pull that quote up, but it's good. It was good. Yep. It's uh, Atreus is now not a piece of shit anymore. Mm-hmm. He's a bro again. Yep. Going inside the giant snake was fantastic yeah, very like, I don't know why it's like seemed like almost like Disney style like yeah. getting this giant fucking <laughs> snake it's, it's monstro but it's a snake yeah uh, the world serpent starts getting all pissed and it's all rumbly and you're like what's going on we have to leave the bullshit's going on outside uh, Balder is fucking up the snake cause he's an asshole <laughs> yeah that was a cool uh, moment when you realize he's being attacked yeah yep and it's time to leave to do no it's time for the final boss yep I had a feeling that hurting the big snake would bring the two of you out in the open. Do you have any idea, any idea at all, what you have cost me? My boy. It's Balder. Surprise. Freya the entire time is telling you, don't fucking do it. But Balder is trying to kill you, so you literally can't not do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this boss fight was epic because he starts changing through all of his different fighting styles. And mm-hmm. uh, you can get Atreus involved, too. It was, it was a good boss fight. Yeah. Um, Atre- there's points where, like, uh, you're fighting with Atreus and Kratos is just giving Atreus nods. And Atreus is doing things without even being told to do yeah. it. It's a great fucking moment shooting Balder with arrows mm-hmm. while they're on while they're literally flying down through the air after jumping off a, a dragon. A, a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's like uh, it's, it's just so fucking cool, man. You the feel like a shot camera still yeah, just yeah. hanging like a there. team. Yeah. It looked, uh, going back between like your chaos blades and the axe and stuff like that. I thought it was yeah, almost like very classic last boss fights. Like use everything you know. Yeah, Atreus didn't have Show any arrows. I think it's uh, Atreus doesn't have any arrows left, so he pulls the one off of him and shoots Balder with it. It happens to be the mistletoe arrow. Nope. Yes. Nope. What? What? Stabs what is him with it? So mm-hmm. yeah. No. Tell us. Tell us the on, answer quick. They're on the ground. Okay. Uh, they're by the giant. Yeah. All right. Remember the one you got the spike off yeah, of earlier? Spiky boy. And uh, uh, Balder. Punches Atreus in the chest. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Punches the shit out of him, and you're like, "Oh shit!" But then, like, Atreus gets up and he's okay. Mm-hmm. And then you see the tip of the arrow sticking out of Balder's hand. Uh, what is that? <laughs> I can feel this. <sighs> Everything. God, this game's so good. <laughs> this game is so fucking good. Yes, but, it is. But true. the whole time as well. Remember, um, Freya was there. Yep. And yep. she's yeah. That's what I'm saying. She's yeah. telling you to don't don't do it. Yeah, controlling the giant like. God, so cool. Yeah. God, 
Praise the fucking bitch. Ridiculous as shit. Yeah. You kill, uh, you kill Baldur. <gasps> Why? Why do you even care? You, you could've walked away. The cycle ends here. Must be better than this. Frey is pissed. And she says, I will rain down every agony, every violation imaginable upon you. I will parade your cold body from every corner of every realm and feed your soul to the vilest filth in hell. That is my promise. He saved your life. He robbed me of everything. So she's a wee bit upset. Mm, a bit upset. Every agony. Mm. <laughs> and that is all like... Covered in vengeance. Mm. This is like the first God of War. And it's like, you want to think that this is good. Like, yeah, it's nice and peaceful and a good story and this and that. But then but there's that. Then there's that. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to get the God of War you always known yeah, and loved. Yeah. But yeah. maybe with just a better character. It's more well done. Yeah. And Atreus is like, do we talk to her? And he says, no. Nope. We'll see her again. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, can't wait. Finish what you started. You go to the bridge, the extra bridge, the secret bridge. <laughs> you get to Jotunheim, the extra secret bridge. And you have a nice, uh, a nice long walk through. Nothing. Nobody's there. Yeah, structures. It's not nothing. It's like well, a cool little. Hey, 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 hold on. You're walking through structures and nobody's there. It's it's empty, except for all of this amazing art on the walls. Museum. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, these guys. Uh, these guys really are talented. Where are they? I'd love to meet the artists. Oh, they're extinct. There's, uh, there's a bunch of stuff covering the walls when you first go through, right? Yeah, uh, at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, basically Atreus is just kind of reading around and is really fascinated by it, and Kratos is trying to kind of give some insight, but he doesn't have much insight yeah. to what this is. This is the realm of the giants, and the giants are no longer there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're kind of there. They're not there. <laughs> you can see them in the distance. They're kind of there. There's one there. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than one. You see a ton of them out in the distance. Wait, do you? Yeah, yeah there's a shit ton of them like, yeah. all out in the field. You, Their bodies no, 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 are no, like the mountain ranges. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, the yeah, bodies yeah. sprayed across They're the... They're dead. They, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. Which was there. great. Which was awesome, awesome artwork and scenery. For sure. Absolutely. That was, that was such a cool imagery. You mm-hmm. like walk around the art and you like work your way up to the top of it and like none of it really makes sense. There's no enemies, no nothing, but it's like, oh, I guess this is okay. Nice peaceful walk. Mm-hmm. You've already done your fight. And yeah. then uh, Atreus like puts his hand on one of the walls as they walk out and it shows like all of this artwork like appear onto the wall like, mm-hmm. oh, and all of a sudden like... It's, All the art and statues and tapestries make sense, and it's uh, it's everything they just did. Yeah, it's your entire game. Yep, and uh, but behind a uh, a piece of cloth, Kratos pulls back and sees Atreus holding Kratos as he dies. Yeah, in the world. Supposedly, so cool. 
I yeah, mean, that it could just be an image. It doesn't uh, necessarily show just, death. It's, it's just a prophecy. Yeah. That's what that's what is depicted to us. Exactly. The world makes sense because we have a picture of Atreus holding Kratos, but also there's a big, long, snake-looking thing coming out of his mouth. Yeah. What in the world could that be? The weird champion. Because in original, um, weird in, the, in the actual Viking lore, Loki did birth the world serpent. Yes. That's something that we also find out, like, a smidge later. Like, you go out into the mountains, like, you look over all these hills with all these giants dead, passed mm-hmm. over, or whatever the, the case may be. Oh, you see that Faye is uh, a giant. You learn yeah. that yeah. in that as well. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> that is important. Yeah. Which is interesting. That but, makes uh, Atreus half-giant. What does that also make him? Oh, we'll find out in a second. But uh, You climb up a bunch of steps. Yep. You go up the steps and you take the ashes, spread them around. The credits begin to roll as you're approaching the mountain, I believe. Maybe on the way down. It's on the way down. Sure. It's yeah. right after. It's a very bittersweet thing that you just yeah. get to finally spread the ashes in the place that you want them. And Kratos also like spreads his arms and lets the bandages like blow in the breeze as if they weren't tied down or tucked in or anything this entire time. So this is where he also explains to Atreus why he was named Atreus. Yeah. No, which is a we fantastic story. Right before that. No, it's after that. Continue. Yeah. So he, he explains why he's named Atreus and Atreus was uh, one of his soldiers. Yeah. A uh, very loyal soldier. I don't remember the ex- um, all of the story, but you know, he's named after a person of honor. But then he says, you know, your mother wanted to name you Loki. I'm sorry, my apologies. I thought Atreus <laughs> read something on there and he goes, but I don't understand something. They keep calling, they keep referring to me as Loki. Right. Yeah, no, right. I, the, Atreus, the Atreus story comes after that. You might have the timing a little wrong. Yeah, yeah, the point yeah. remains... Atreus is Loki. Or he was was supposed to be Loki. But we are the gods we choose to be. All right, do you want to get into it now? We might as well. Yeah. So Josh has a theory. And it's an interesting theory, and I think it's very cool, but I think you're wrong. I have theories, too. So... Only one. I'll start out with the fact that they expressly state that Kratos uh, Kratos tells him he he was Loki. That is like that was a name for him, and mm-hmm. that makes sense because Loki is half god, half giant. Right. That is a Viking lore mm-hmm. thing. Uh, his father was unknown, and his mother was somebody of uh, was a, of, of importance, but it's never expressed why. And mm-hmm. that is actually a thing in the mythology. Sure, that all fucking adds up to exactly this. But I, but I think what we're going to see, I think this choice, this we are who we choose to be. Sure. To say it again is going to be an overarching theme here that Atreus has two paths laid out before him. He can be who he was destined to be or who he chooses to be. And I think who he chooses to be will be Tyr. But in the mythology, they're two two totally different people. But we're not sticking directly to the mythology here. It's so fucking close. Okay, but if that's the case, and there is no room... At all for any more plot twists whatsoever There's from sure here on. There's sure going to be plenty right? of plot twists, I'm sure. <laughs> no, it's already been written, Mike, no, thousands no. of years ago. Right? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. That there's no room for plot yeah, twists? Yeah, the Bible is fucking fact. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist, he comes back and there's lasers and raptors and shit. I think it's interesting that you... That, uh that you think that uh, during the time of Ragnarok, which is uh, po- supposedly what it seems to be to depict, yeah. is that that's when Kratos is going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loki or Atreus is going to kill Odin, 
and the world serpent birthed from Loki, or Atreus, is thrown back in time. The world serpent lands in the present of the game, and Atreus is thrown back even further. Yeah. And becomes Tyr yeah. instead. That is very interesting. And if that's true, I'm going to eat a book. I'm going to eat a fucking book on Viking mythology. Because here's the thing. They, they, say, they also said that Tyr had... Tyr's eyes, right, mm-hmm. were Mimir's eyes, right? Yep. The same eyes. What? But he gets thrown back with, um, with Atreus. Now, who has a vested interest in depriving Atreus of his sight? Who would do that? Freya, to get back at Kratos for killing her son. You was, are going deep. I was going to say Wolverine. So you think he's going to lose his eyes and then get thrown back, and then Mimir is going to give him his eye? Absolutely. Hmm. Or he's going to take an eye from Tyr, I guess. Yeah. I think Kratos is And it Tyr. all comes full circle. This is all like a self-fulfilling prophecy, man. I think Kratos, Kratos is Tyr. being Tyr I think Kratos makes more sense is because you wear Tyr's armor yeah. and it fits you perfectly. I'm actually, I'm actually, <laughs> open, to both. I'm actually open to both yeah. of these possibilities. That could happen. Well, I, like I, said, like I having, would believe that more. Yeah. But I also don't think that's true. But I would believe that first before I believe that. Because yeah. they are completely separate people. And you're in... You're basically stating that, yes, he for sure is Loki because he's going to birth the world serpent. It's depicted as that, mm-hmm. and you're agreeing with that, but then sure. you're saying that he's not. Well, because this is a mix of a mix of established mythology and where we want to go with it to tell an interesting story. Yeah. 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 It would be very interesting. <laughs> I just don't think it's true. I don't think it's right. It well, would be interesting, though. Yeah. I, I think I think it's going to be something along those lines. Yeah, though. regardless of what it ends up being, it's going to be very cool. That's for sure. I'm yeah. sure I'm going to mm-hmm. cry a bunch. Me too. My cool. opinion for the next game is that you're going to be dealing with Atreus, but he's like a, a young adult or mm-hmm. a teenager or possibly like mid-20s, something like that. And like you're just mortal fucking enemies. Atreus and Kratos? Mm-hmm. Well... Hmm. I well, feel like the god complex like was shown through quite a bit, and I feel like it's but just But he's like, redeemed, though. Yes, but he also has to go through being... Do you think he's going to start disagreeing adult, with Kratos' you know? ways? But there is one more sequence after the credits roll. Yeah, it, and it doesn't happen until you choose to go back to your home. Yeah, you have to go all the way back home. Yep. And then you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. A few years later... Which is so weird, they just, you, there's they just a loud, wake up. There's a loud storm, a, yep. loud, a loud noise outside. Yeah. Kratos goes outside. It is a hooded man with Mjolnir on his hip. Did any of it you think... Oh, big did he do full revenge for killing his sons? <laughs> and then they wake up. It's a premonition. That's what I think the next yep. game is going to be about. And I believe uh, I believe this is actually going to be a trilogy. This is my guess now, many years in the past, yeah. that uh, the next game is going to be about fighting Thor and Freya and just trying to escape these people. And that mm. the next game is going to take uh, place several years after this one. And they're going to just be trying to not fight Thor and Freya. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And... You may be right. I think Atreus is going to be the one that's going to say, we need to fight back, and Kratos is going to be like, no. Nay. Did anyone think they were going to Nay. fight Thor in that moment? Uh, like it was a secret no. boss fight or something? Definitely not. No, that would yeah. be sick, though. Well, because... And then the third game is going to be about causing Ragnarok on accident. You... Uh, Ragnarok technically starts yeah. at the end. Ragnarok starts when Balder dies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it's true. already oh, yeah, going on. Because remember, like yeah, the right. sky starts getting super dark, and like it gets like it gets real bad. Yeah, yeah it's it gets colder than usual. It starts to yeah. snow. Yeah, yeah it's not, this isn't supposed to be happening yet. The weather and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but no, you're right because Tyr was Tyr was described as a god of war, but one that fought for peace. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. 
Wow, which is what he does now. Uh, Josh's theory. But it fits the theme of learning from the mistakes of your father and choosing to be a better god. Right. So a god of war, but for peace. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hmm. So a well-traveled individual. So we've got may... some extra stuff left over. Yeah. So yeah. beyond the story, which is a fucking plus. Oh wait, what, Josh. What? Sorry. Josh has another point, guys. Mamir, Mamir said. Mamir directly said, "Tyr always believed in the best in people." Does that sound like Kratos? Doesn't sound like a trade. It doesn't sound like Kratos now. Are you like saying that it's written in stone and Kratos can't change, Josh? Goddamn right. Th- there's no more plot twist, God, Josh. Because he's a monster and he'll always be a monster. But also at this point in time, there, there's, like I said, there's nothing about Atreus like. Yeah, there's nothing being about Atreus either. He's like a kid, either. you know. Yeah, but he always believed in the best, best in people. He did. That. Until it became a he god. Until he, he was, was, like, like, oh, he was a yeah. piece of shit. What about all those ghost side stories where, where Kratos is like, nah, fuck those guys. And Trace is like, no, we need to help them. No, they need our help. He's just being helpful. He yeah, then he kept getting fucked over. Until, until, he, best until he's like, all those people we helped, we shouldn't have helped. Yeah, until literally that one guy's like, no, sorry. Yeah, that one guy's like, sorry, I can't actually show you, like, help you see your mom again one more time. And he's like, what the fuck? And Kratos like, I told you, dude. You know what? I'm going to make another point to your crackpot theory. Is that I was like, I wonder if anybody else thinks that. And maybe it'll change my mind. It's to see if, like, a lot of people have more reasons why. And you know what? You Google is Atreus Tear. And the only thing that comes up is a Reddit no. post by a dude who's like, "Is Atreus tier?" And it's Josh. And then everybody's <laughs> like, "And then, um, and that's it." And then under the comments, a guy's like, "Well, what makes you think that?" He's like, "I don't know. I'm kind of drunk." <laughs> so you are literally the drunk ramblings of a fucking dude on Reddit. Way to go, that's dude. you right now. You know what it's almost like though? It's like when you watch Ancient Aliens, and it's like Ancient Alien Alien theorists believe, and they're. Ancient yeah. alien theorists means like two people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're on the show, right? <laughs> You're so, guy. So, for any of the extra stuff, did you guys uh, go after any of the Valkyries? Yeah, I went. Yeah. I did all of them except for the last one, and then I just kind of got bored. Same. I didn't get bored. I just got distracted because I was doing the uh, Niflheim stuff a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, and like I was like, oh, I can't beat this because I needed to go get this other armor. Thing and yeah, stuff that yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Niflheim stuff I completed. So there's yeah. two different realms that you don't have to go to, and that is Niflheim and Muspelheim. Yep. Muspelheim is a uh, is kind of like a like a ring of challenges uh, with easy yep. and hard, which is awesome. And it's I super loved fun. It. Yeah, yeah, it did it all of those. Kind of like arena quests, mm-hmm. essentially. Yep. Really good. Ch- different challenges and stuff. Niflheim is kind of like a uh, ended with a Valkyrie. Ended yep. with a Valkyrie, and yep. it every yeah both a of these badass end, one. end with a Valkyrie. Yeah, Niflheim is plagued by a noxious, a noxious gas that will kill you if you're in it too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, you have your times and how long you can stay in there, uh, and you can do things to kind of get stuff back. Usually, like completing uh, yeah. fights if you can do them quick enough, the chest, opening chests, things doing, like that. Yeah, you can get that certain armor puzzles. that helped you resist yeah. it. And, uh, That's cool. It's basically cool like the more you do, and the more of this armor that helps you stay in it longer, the further you can get, the more you can earn. And it's procedurally generated, so it changes every time. Pretty fucking good. Yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed my time with that. I think that's my favorite like side part of it. And the then game like the that. big challenges, like the big rifts you had to open with like all the tokens and stuff. I had to fight that. Those was, are hard. The, yeah. The the wanderers. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Those big sword guys you had to destroy oh, yeah. their armor. Yeah. 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 I like the fun. I think the Valkyries for me were the best side thing that the oh, game yeah, had for to sure. offer. Remember the first time Dark Souls bosses. The first yeah. time walking in oh I yeah, the first time you walk into a room and you see a Valkyrie like chained up or whatever, and you walk it's up got to the it, wings. and then like it just like opens its eyes oh, and it's man. like, ding, yeah, and it's like immediately like the hardest boss fight you've ever had. What cool design it. for a Valkyrie! Like, like holy yeah. shit, we start off at it. the final phase, and then uh, 
as you know in Viking mythology, as you guys were telling me earlier, I didn't know this was in the game because I didn't beat the last one. Uh, Freya used to be the queen of the Valkyries. Yes. Yep. And she put that curse on all of them. She, she's the one who made them all mindless. She's the one that made them all fucking. She did that so that he wouldn't be, all so that fucking. Odin wouldn't be able to uh, use them against use her. them against her and stuff. So she had to do that to him, which was kind of sad, but really yeah. fucked up because yeah. the Valkyries were once great beings. When you kill all of them, they thank you for killing them. Yeah, for setting yeah. them free. So yeah, yeah, because they were corrupted by That's their. Good. Leader, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. yep. Interesting. But yeah, each one was entirely different, and like I remember trying to except play the last one boss, before. which was the mix of all. Yeah, mix of yeah, all, which, of them, is which is insane, but it's yeah. super fucking hard. Very well done. The Moosefelheim stuff I thought was fantastically done. I mm-hmm. love the trials like as much as possible. Like, tough. I remember one of the trials was like take no damage. I was like, holy shit! And you have to oh, kill like take no damage. But that one sucks. I did it. I did it. Like, hey, all you have to do is cheese axe throws just Do that thing or precise aim at their head and get like the extra like rhythm stuff. Or you can get it to multi-target one person. Yeah. Or if you can like throw them off off the edge quickly. I did that a lot. Grab them, run them over. Yep. All right, is that yeah. it? God. Yeah, I think so. You know, that, that game made Got me want to the gush out of there. That game made me want to get a Valkyrie over here. Yeah, to go with this. Oh, damn, that would be kind of the same shape. It made me want to be a cold standing father to my child and abandon him for a while, and then eventually come back and go on a grand adventure where we become one team. <laughs> that sounds like a great trip at Disney World. I don't want to go to Disney though. De- now that you Son? killed the guy, <laughs> what are you going to do next? I'm going to Disney World. I'm going to Disney World. Look, I'm going to be honest. After um, after spending that much time with Atreus, I looked at my own son, and I was like, the fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> you should be killing people. Yeah. You should be having a fucking existential crisis that literally kills you. Yeah, God, no wonder I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> your son's great. I'm just kidding. I love my I love my son. He's well, fucking yeah. best. I'm glad we I'm glad we got to sit down and discuss this game. It's definitely my game of the year for 2018. It's probably oh, going to sure. be on like maybe game of the decade for me a top 10 list somewhere yeah I think but it should be in a top 10 I give the game 10 out of 10 bags of things that you never thought you wanted but here they are mm-hmm. and also a handful of Norse mythology books that's my review yeah it, it's one odd. of my favorite stories in a game ever yeah I would yeah. rarely give a game actually a 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. for real but I feel like that if I had the, <laughs> that authority by any chance uh, that's what I'll give it it is yeah. definitely one of the best games of this generation the game doesn't really have any glaring faults. Nope. I, I have very few things bad to say about it. Yeah. Um, you get a shitload of, like, collectible items that are that are different, and it's kind of confusing at first. Like, yeah. what did I just get? Oh, what is that used for? It in for a bunch of money. Why? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, the collectibles, that's fine. But I mean, like, the uh, the stuff you use to upgrade things. There's a yeah. ton of different... And then there is, like, realm-specific shit. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it does get yeah. a little cluttered and a little confusing. The armor system wasn't perfect, but honestly, yeah. it, was it was fine. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fine. You just took a little bit to wrap your head around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, uh, speaking of upgrades, like, we were saying the Leviathan Axe changes as you upgrade it. The Chaos Blades are pretty dingy and shit yeah. looking yeah. when you get Ooh, them, but when yeah. you upgrade them, they start getting all polished and like, yeah, great and yeah. nice. And, yeah. like, mixed with the style of, like, Viking stuff. Yeah. It's so, oh, so yeah. good. This so game is cool. so goddamn So delicious. I'm gonna go and play it again. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I kind of want to, yeah. I Fuck what... everything I'm playing now. Uh, thank you for joining us for yep. this episode of... Our, well, the first episode of our yeah. Patreon feed. Um, yes, thank you very much for supporting us. Yeah, we hope you guys enjoy this. it. Um, 
it'll only get better. Us, it'll yeah. only get better from here. So yeah. if you yeah. any if critiques you have, thought it was dumb, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we'll have another episode probably in a couple weeks uh, where it's uh, not so positive. I get with a couple of guests and I talk about Kingdom Hearts three. And if you've oh, been a listener since the God. beginning, you. Uh, you know I don't like that fucking game. <laughs> You'll and neither f- do my guests. Yep. <laughs> you should know what you're in for. It's um it's not positive and we don't do a deep dive on this like we did uh like we like we did with God no, of War. No, you guys break your neck uh, springing off the uh, the diving board into a very shallow pool. Yeah. <laughs> the deep dive into a shallow puddle. <laughs> it's fucking bad. Uh, we don't know what we're going to do beyond that, but we will be announcing those things as they come probably in main episodes of the podcast and yeah. on the Facebook feed. Join the Facebook group if you haven't already uh thank you for supporting us and we'll see you next time Boy. Have a good one. Good bye. 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 joe's here too hey joe